0: Travel Radio Live, connecting people, changing lives, connect, change, live. According to Total Croatia News, an estimated 1 billion people are projected to work remotely by 2035, many of whom are looking for lifestyle as a key living factor. But as the world is grappling with the novel coronavirus pandemic, that number has been superseded. Today, nations with a leisure and tourism culture with fast internet are introducing the new visa category called Digital Nomad Visa. And this time, Croatia is the second country in Europe to be introducing such a visa category. Paul Bradbury is closely working with members of Croatia authorities and he unraveled the latest outcome of the Croatia Numbered visa. Travel Radio Live Connecting people Changing lives So we're gonna get into it now and just talk about the Croatian okay. um, digital nomad visa. Yes, especially now that uh, with Corona, the pandemic upon us, or yeah. people are beginning to, be, are beginning to fashion the best way possible to be productive yeah. and to create yeah. ways to work without being demotivated, especially if it requires having to travel to a destination to work from there and still achieve the same results or even better yeah so uh, we would like to unpack everything around Croatian data nomad visa and share with a large community of data nomads and people who want to venture into that world of working remotely in different destinations
1: Mm. and if if you don't mind we would love to hear some of your travel stories especially how
0: you got started
1: Yeah, that would be incredible. Honestly, I find it inspiring every single time I hear somebody's story of how they started and you look back on it and you, it it makes you realize that you've just got to take a step. Just start, you know, doing something, commit to something and then see what happens. So if you don't mind, it would be fantastic to hear some of your travel stories, what inspired you and that sort of stuff. But first, Sure. Let's get the update on the digital nomad visa as it pertains to all of us that are going to visit Croatia soon.
2: Okay, so, so basically I started writing about the potential of digital nomad tourism back in May of last year uh, because um, digital nomads are basically remote workers that can work from a laptop as long as they have a good internet connection and they, tra- they, they, they travel and then they move around. So this could be bloggers, it could be financial analysts, it could be um, be, uh, creative designers, it could be anybody basically who doesn't need to be physically in an office or in a factory and has the potential to be a remote worker and therefore a digital nomad. And more and more people these days, especially after the pandemic, um, I think, um, you know, they all work in the same office um, and the office is called the internet and there are only really two different uh, variables in that. One is the uh, connectivity, 3G, 4G, 5G, and the other is time zones. And apart from that, we work in the same office. Now, when we leave the office, we go home, and uh, traditionally, when people people go home to their village or to their town where they were born and all their friends and their family are from, but more and more people these days want to go home to... Lifestyle. They want to have an experience when they leave the office. They want to live in different cultures and travel and experience things. And for me, Croatia has the best lifestyle in Europe. We have a very very relaxed cafe culture. Most of our business is done over a cup of coffee rather than in a business meeting. We have great weather. We have great culture. Fantastic food and wine. It's a beautiful beautiful place. Uh, we have good uh, you know, English. is very very well spoken. Um, and we're very connected to Europe and the rest of the world. And uh, we're also in the EU. Um, so really, if you're looking for somewhere that's uh, that, you know beautiful, relaxed, uh, with lots of space and lots of great nature, we have great internet as well. And then you know there's this combination of uh, working and also combining it with lifestyle is, is a great opportunity for Croatia. Uh, last year. Um, Estonia became the first country in the world that introduced uh, what they called the digital digital nomad visa. And this allowed people who could prove a certain income level, three and a half thousand euros a month, I think it is, for Estonia, um, and they were proven digital nomads that they could actually get a 12-month visa for uh, for Estonia, no matter where they came from. Um, and so this then opened up opportunities for people from you know Africa, India, Bangladesh, places like that, to actually come and with the pandemic um, you know this idea that croatia could really capitalize on its uh, on its uh, lifestyle um, and it, it's perfect i think for, for, for remote workers to come um so we were writing about it and then um, a dutch friend of mine uh, entrepreneur here called de jong uh, he wrote an open letter to the prime minister uh, on LinkedIn asking if we could have a uh, digital nomad visa for Croatia and the Prime Minister responded and 44 days later the Prime Minister tweeted that we would, uh, he would start legislation to uh, introduce that visa and uh, that was back in August That's brilliant. and the next day uh, Parliament was sitting and they were discussing the Foreigners Act and they actually debated uh, changing, and they, and they started the process to change uh, the law so that uh, we would regulate things of digital nomads so where we are at the moment is that law has been changed to provide the framework for digital nomads uh, to get a 12-month visa uh, to come to uh, Croatia um, and that goes into effect on January the 1st 2021, so in about 10 days um, the taxation law has just been changed to say that uh, I haven't read all the details but the, the headline thing is that no tax will be charged by the Croatian government on digital nomads doing business uh, uh, working from Croatia and the final details are about to be announced um, and what I would expect would be that uh, you would have to prove no criminal record. Uh, I would expect you would have to have uh, health insurance. Uh, I would expect you would have to pr- provide your bona fide digital nomad with your business and that you would have to have a minimum income. I would think somewhere between £1,500 £2,500 a month. Um, and you would not be able to do business with any Croatian companies um, uh, uh, because this is something that's being done outside the Croatian tax system. But what it means is if you're a graphic designer living in London, getting a bit sick of all the tier four lockdowns and everything else, um, then you could in theory get this visa and come and live in Croatia and do all service all your clients uh, as you would in the UK and pay your tax in the UK and then spend your, your earnings uh, enjoying life in Croatia. So it's, 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 it's a great opportunity for uh, Lifestyle for Croatia to bring in extra revenues, and it's a great opportunity for remote workers who want to uh, experience Croatia. But what I should say is that al- already if you're in the, you know, you, we have a lot of digital nomads already here, uh, a lot of them from America, for example, but at the moment they can only stay for 90 days at a time. If you're within the EU, which obviously you guys won't be very soon, then you, you can already come to for an extended period to Croatia, but this Nomad visa now will open everything up for everybody.
0: Interesting. Fantastic. So um, I want to add something. Um, there's this part that um, resonates deep with me with regards to being uh, the tax system and not being able to yeah. work with uh, Croatian businesses or uh, companies. Yeah. Now, Could there be an arrangement with the system where those who are willing to do business in um, Croatia with a D2 Nomad Visa can be given that exception with agreement to
2: pay tax? Do you I, think it's I, possible? I don't think so because I, I think that the whole point of the visa is that it opens things up to everybody. And uh, and then if you then want, uh, but then and then to not to, to be not paying taxes uh, to Croatia but to your home government, mm. it would be wrong, I think, for you to start doing business with Croatian companies and then expect you not to pay any tax in Croatia. Mm. And um, you know, so then you get into very di- different sort of uh, waters regarding taxation. And you know this is still very much an evolving situation. I mean, it's, it's still not been 100% finalised. So let's get the uh, let's get the framework in. Let's get it started. Let's get it rolling.
1: Fantastic.
2: And then maybe they they, they can look at exceptions after that. What What will happen now is that uh, I think in the next uh, two weeks or so, all the things will be finalised. Uh, there'll be a website going up uh, an official websites, and uh, you'll be able to apply for that visa online. Uh, I would expect the cost of it will be less than that. Uh, uh, hundred euros
1: Amazing.
2: and uh, then it will be registered throughout the ministry and everything done officially and I would expect that website to be fully functional by the end of the first quarter of 2021 so it, it may be as soon as next month but you know is not as efficient as other countries uh, probably by the end of March I would say is pretty much a guarantee that sounds awesome. really
0: good to me
2: yeah, oh awesome. my
1: goodness what a great yeah. bit of news eh
0: yeah B- look but this. Paul we tried to reach the, the world with our information our audio podcast and broadcasting now i'd like you to touch on the fact that um, in terms of application like if you're applying from any country we understand very much that there are bilateral agreements or relationship based on um, uh, countries to country uh, country to country with Croatia for instance we don't have Croatian embassy here but we do have um representative of um, like um, VFS office yes. where you can make your submission of applications you know so what I want to understand exactly is what are the major requirement I know definitely um, valid passports you talked about 1500 uh, pounds b- uh, d- dollars in terms of um, how much you must have what do you
2: well, what, I, you know, what I'm saying is that they haven't announced exactly what the minimum income would, you would need to prove uh, is. I, I'm, 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 I'm fairly close to some of the discussions, and I think it will be between between 1500 and uh, £2,500 a month that you'll, be able, you'll have to demonstrate that you're, you have that income. But means- if you look at other countries, so for example Estonia, which introduced it, they have a minimum income of three and a half thousand euros a month, which is quite high. Uh, Dubai has just in- introduced a visa, which is $5,000 a month. So, you know, and this puts it out of, the, um, uh, out of the reach of a lot of people who are on much lower incomes. And what Croatia is trying to do is to make it um, affordable, but also make it not, you know, not so think that we just get a whole bunch of backpackers that are not going to spend any money economically into the system. So I think they're trying to get, so I think it would be somewhere between £1,500 and £2,500 a month. Well, you would need to come to Croatia, um, if you got the visa, um, would be, you'd obviously have to have a, a valid passport and you'd probably have to have the health insurance, which is something that they haven't announced yet, but I think that's going to happen, and then you'd be able to have to prove that income. If you don't have the visa, then to come to Croatia, you'd need a health insurance passport. And uh, you could come for, now being British citizens, they could only come for 90 days because mm. you're outside of the, um, of the EU. Yeah. Um, and then you you have to go out. You can come for a total
0: of 180 days a year, but um, in, in two chunks of 90 days. All right, so for the purpose of clarity for those who are listening who still want to be sure that they heard you right or they have an understanding, that's... Um, Funds is supposed to be monthly, right? Yeah,
2: yes, yeah. yeah. It's, minimum. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not. It's not been officially decided I that 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 announced yet. It. It. it will be. It will be within the next uh, couple of weeks, oh. I think. Um, and I think the whole system will be available latest by the end of March. And when it's all because at the moment, what's happened is there was an open letter on LinkedIn from, from my Dutch friend Jan, um, and that got a lot of publicity. Then there was the reply from the Prime Minister. He tweeted a a picture of them together in a meeting, and that got a lot of publicity. And then, you know, we've been following the story, and we, when they announced the change in in the the Foreigners Act to allow digital nomads to to stay for a year, that was a story which we did. And then, when they changed the tax code, that changed but there's been no official announcement from the ministry saying the digital number of visa will be available on this, these are the terms, this, 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 because they're still being finalised and worked out. So uh, I would expect a big announcement from the ministry and from the government You know, in the in the, in the first quarter of uh, 2021 when everything is finalised and everything is up and running and then immediately people will be able to apply for it.
0: Do you by any chance have... Uh, know the economic importance of digital nomad visa from Croatia to the economy of Croatia. Do you? Do you can you help us understand how this will improve the economy of the country?
2: Well, uh, okay. Well, 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 I can give you... Uh, I mean, at the moment, digital nomads... Uh, if you just put the visa to one side uh, for a moment and just concentrate on digital nomads, before the pandemic... Uh, there was an estimate that uh, by 2035, there would be one billion remote workers in the world. One billion. Now that number's obviously gone up a lot more because a lot more people are, are, are working from, uh, from home. Now, when you go, Croatia every year has 20 million tourists uh, a year at the moment, obviously this year was not so good. So 20 million tourists, and they come and they stay for an average of say five or six days, okay? So 20 million tourists, and that is 20% of Croatia's GDP. Okay? Wow. Now, the average, I mean, digital nomads are very, very different people. There are people who are retired there are people who are bloggers, influencers, they're, you know, real estate agents. That can remote. So there's no stereotyping, what, you know, what exactly is a nomad. But a lot of nomads will come and they'll stay for a month, two months, three months, six months, if they can, in a destination. And if Croatia, which has the best lifestyle in Europe, can start to attract those things, if we have a billion people coming by 2035, if Croatia gets three percent of that market, that's 30 million people coming. Not just in July and August when it's the peak season, but you know people that want to come in the winter, people that want peace and quiet, people want to come for the culture, people want to come for wine. And that's actually more tourists than we're getting at the moment and when a nomad comes you know they you know, traditionally they they, they they put money into the economy so at the moment for example i have a couple from san francisco and they're renting their place uh, on an island in dalmatia and they've been there now for two three months they obviously pay their rent, um, you know, they go to local restaurants, bars, cafes, they they, they shop locally, uh, they're active in the community, they're renting scooters, so they're putting money into small businesses and local economies. And if you upscale that to, uh, you know, quite a sizable number, then what you have is you have regeneration of the local economy. So you'll have people opening up businesses to to, 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 to accommodate this need and then it'll, it'll regenerate uh, you know, parts of the economy. And so basically, what you have is you have people who are earning their money internationally and spending their money locally.
0: So I would say that you've in fact touched on everything that needs to be touched on. To the best of my own understanding of what a digital visa is and even um, why I should come to Croatia, Mm. I think you've touched on it. But should there be a reason to want to stay or remain in Croatia? Is it possible? Is there flexibility to adjusting the visa to another category that helps anybody to want to remain in Croatia?
2: Well, uh, uh, I mean, at the mo- at the moment, uh, you can come as a foreigner uh, and you can get a temporary you can get a temporary uh, uh, permit to stay here. Uh, if but uh, but now if, you, if you're in a third if you're in a non EU country it's going to be harder for people like um, the UK now. But if you're starting if you're starting a business within Croatia you can you can do that and you can you can go down the route of residency that way. But the idea of the visa at the moment it's still it's still not been locked. So this is going to be a learning process for everybody. But my understanding is is it will be available initially for a 12 month period and. Um, you know, I, I can't say what's going to happen after that 12 months because, as I say, they haven't launched yet. Um, but there are always ways, if somebody then wants to stay, there are always ways to make that happen.
0: Do you think, because I know that uh, Visa Free is another um, opportunity for some country or some passport holders who could just come in and then maybe change this their status. Do you think with VisDoS Visa, there might be the opportunity to change status? to a determined visa in Croatia.
2: No, I don't. I, I, think, this, 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 I think this will be a, a very specific one of the people in when you're finding no matter how businesses from their laptops and they'll have to demonstrate all the guidelines for what will be required in terms of how you demonstrate it are still to be published. Um it needs to be like a back door to getting between Croatia and the EU, I don't think that's gonna happen enough.
0: Interesting, or would you be kind enough, kind like really kind enough to tell us your travel story? Because I'm really fascinated about it.
2: A travel story? Yeah, uh,
0: show some message. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
2: kind of, it's kind of long, but uh, I know. But I mean, I, mean I, 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 I grew up in the UK, and, uh, which part of the of, UK
1: did you grow up in? Uh,
2: Manchester. So I, 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 did, I did German and Russian at Manchester University, and then uh, I went to live in Russia as a result of that. And, um, and then I uh, I became a humanitarian aid worker in, in Russia, and I worked in places like Siberia and Georgia and Armenia. And then in 1994, just after the genocide in Rwanda, I, I went to Africa for the first time, and I, I lived there every year working for an aid agency doing emergency relief. Um, and then um, I was back in the UK and after the break of the relationship I got drunk one night and said that I was going to uh, walk out of a pub and walk down to the motorway and put a little sign out saying South Africa and start to kick back to South Africa <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I did uh, I started that and I, I didn't hitch the whole way but it took me nine months but I finally got to um, I got to South Africa oh,
1: um, unbelievable and I wrote
2: and I, I wrote a book about it called uh, Lebanese Nuns Don't uh, Scheme and then, uh, after about halfway down in Kenya, I got a job in, uh, in Somalia. So after I finished my job, I went to Somalia, and then I uh, I saw an advert on uh, CNN from Croatia that it raining as it once was, and I came to Croatia. I found a house on an island. I met a beautiful girl the next week. We've now been married for fourteen
0: years. Wow! <laughs> oh, what a story! Uh, I'd like to know something Amazing. because you see. Uh, behind every story, that's uh, one or two things. I know it's, it's a long one and I appreciate that you're keeping it as short as possible. But let me ask this. In your journey of hiking or in your hiking to this, to South Africa and you have to make, do some stops and do some work, how were you able to get the job? What did you say? What, what was there something? What, what attracted them to getting these jobs?
2: Uh, So I I had savings of about uh, £7,000 and um, because I was an aid worker before, I uh, had a network of people that that were in the aid uh, world. So what I did was I made an itinerary of where I wanted to go and I sent it to my aid worker friends and asked them if they knew of anybody who was working in some of these places and so i got lots and lots of people that, um, that responded so the first place i was staying was in uh, berlin i had somewhere to stay i had somewhere to stay in uh, vienna and then in zagreb in croatia and basically i started writing all sort of these trip reports to my friends on email and uh more people started liking the trip reports So they would ask me to put them on the list and then every time I stayed with somebody I would write about my experiences so that the next person who was going to host me would then give me another amazing experience so I, I basically went to amazing person amazing person and uh it was all, uh actually definitely a good person that was all, um, so, uh, so, uh, I just mentioned and I I you not know, uh, uh, like, So that was it really. It was interesting, but, uh, I think was everywhere I I met a very person, uh, who had a, a social uh, life
0: Paul, I'm so sorry. The, the, there's a lot of scrambling. I think the yeah, network, network in the last uh, maybe 40 seconds or something.
1: Yeah, I think what's going to happen is we're going to have to um, find a time when Paul's not so swamped with work. Yeah. Right? And uh, take him out for drink.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. Sounds good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's good. That means we're going to Croatia. Oh, good lord, yes, of course. Exactly. Of course, yeah, Paul, absolutely. you've been so, so... Um, generous. Generous Thank and uh, highly informing. Uh, we really appreciate this, especially with regards to the Croatian D2 Nomad visa. How I exciting. I the world is dying to learn a lot about this, and I am very happy to be talking to somebody who is very much in the know and in uh, the conversation already yeah. with put the government in on. I am so we proud need, of myself right now. <laughs> we
1: need more people. Like, oh, Yes, basically. yes, yes.
0: So, Paul, please, uh, we are your stop. We hope that uh, we'll do a lot more together. And uh, Don't hesitate for one second to stop by to say, I've got an information I'd like to share. Because yeah. we know you've got your own portals and you got your news. But please, you are free to use our medium to syndicate to Africa okay, and the rest great. of the world. Right. Yeah, absolutely.
1: All right. Perfect. Thank you so right, much for Have a great Christmas, right. Paul. Lots of love to your family. Will do. All right, thanks a lot. Thank Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
0: Travel Radio Live. Connecting people. Changing perspectives. You have just listened to paul bradbury of total Croatia news with toko samuel and charity on travel radio please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on all social media network at travelradio.live on instagram and facebook at travel radio live on twitter listen to our live broadcast on www.travelradio.live should you have any inquiry please email us hello at travelradio.live